Yeah, that's right. Flula, Milkman, Party Times! Live from San Luis Obispo. That's right, you are listening to Hurricane and Scroggs. I am JD Scroggin. He is the Hurricane, but you can call him Owen Main. Microphone check. One, two. One, two. Yes. I'm up in the headphones. Turn me up. Yes. Are you turned up? I am turned up. With for a T a, at the end? For a all the way turned up for a very special edition of Hurricane and Scroggs because. Owen and I have just seen the Avengers Age of Ultron movie. This and is the dork edition. Yes. So n- no... If, if Hurricane and Scroggs isn't already too nerdy for you, it, <laughs> it might be today. Yes. Check, check. No poop news. I mean, what's crapping in? Yeah. No slow news day. This is just us saying what we think about the movie. And so if you haven't seen it yet, this is now like a week since it's been out. So if you haven't seen it yet, just so you know, this is going to be... I'm not going to worry about spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet... Don't listen to this unless you want spoilers or don't care about spoilers. Spoiler alert. Because we're going to spoiler the whole entire thing. And I'm hashtagging spoiler alert. Owen's on, tweeting right now. I'm not tweeting. Oh, what are you doing? Are you going to periscope this? I'm periscoping. I'm now live. Live. Hi, JD. I'm, how are you? I'm well. All of a hi, sudden, the, the light turned on and I was like nervous. Like, oh, no, I don't know what to say. I don't know. We'll see if anybody even watches it. But yeah, yeah you can find Periscope at Fansmanship. Uh, also, there's probably links for it did, on Twitter at Did you tweet out the link? I did. On Fansmanship? Oh, I'm going to have to find Drew, it. And Drew underscore Penna joined. Nice. Hi, Drew Welcome. Penna. Welcome, Drew. That's kind of that's kind of a... Is that a good shout out to just whoever joins us shout him out? Because this so. person probably doesn't know who we are. I think it's neat. Well, you are now listening to Hurricane and Scroggs, Drew. We're going to be doing our <laughs> Do review. Do you want to take your name tag off? Oh, were you exposing me there from know. my job? I'm sure nobody could actually see it. <laughs> it's, it's it's off now. Okay. Okay. It, it fell down your lap. It fell down. Okay. You can show my. You can show my. What type of a bow tie is that, JD Scroggin? It's a bro tie Friday. Bro tie. Because someone got paid. <laughs> so as I was saying, we're gonna be cash rules everything around yeah. me. Yeah. You better have a hard hitting take, dude. If we're gonna spend the whole show talking about Avengers: Age of Ultron. Well, you're the one who saw it first, I think. <laughs> No, <laughs> so we're talking about Age of Ultron today on Hurricane and Scroggs podcast. Uh, JD saw it. When, when did you see it, JD Scroggin? We'll see who saw it first. Yeah. Um, I wanted to go Saturday, but um, uh, my wife, who is pregnant, was having my a wife. sprinkle. Oh. I come to US and A. So she had a sprinkle. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was. She had a sprinkle out of town, and I had to be there for it. So I okay. couldn't break away. I could. It was my choice. I could either go to right. I could either go to Free Comic Book Day on right. Saturday uh-huh. or Avengers: Age of Ultron, and I decided to use that time to go to Free Comic Book Day. Saturday instead. was my birthday, and um, so that's why I went. I went for my birthday. That's we right. got uh, D box seats. Do you have you ever had the D box? No, tell me about that. So D box seats are kind it. of like uh, what's that Star Wars ride at Disneyland? What? Oh, Star Tours? Yeah, Star Tours. Yeah, of course. Star so it's Tours. Like, it's like a... Sorry, I was checking Twitter and I was like blanking. I wasn't even... A, I wasn't aware you were going to ask me a question. I thought you were going to go on like a monologue. It's a mellow version of Star Tours. So, um, you know, you have your... Uh, you sit in the seat. There's no seat belt or anything. But you sit in your seat and you hang out and... Do you want me to hold that while you're sure, talking? Sure, if you want, man. We're, we're all being cameramen here on the Hurricane Scroggs podcast. Uh, so you basically sit in your seat. It rumbles and vibrates. It's like a PlayStation controller for your seat, basically, where it's like a rumble pack. You know, it, it's going to vibrate. It's going to move. Uh, so if like guys are flying, it'll move with it. Um, it's pretty It's pretty well put together. It's kind of expensive. It's like 20 bucks to go see a movie wow. in D-Box, but it's worth it. I've seen two movies now. I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy and Age of Ultron, and I think you got to kind of pick your movies that you see in D-Box. Yeah, so was it worth it? Yeah, it was my birthday. It Just vibrated the- your nether regions? Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> so you got you got some excitement there on your birthday. Yeah, I mean, it was it's fun to like uh, see a movie in a little bit different way. You ha- it takes like maybe a minute to get used to. Yeah. As you're watching it and it kind of moves around, you're like, oh, this is weird. And then you can kind of like get into yeah. it. And you're like, let me, let me position my legs this way. Not really. Is, is it like a seat seat job? <laughs> is that what it would be called? Oh <laughs> Everybody gets to see the awkwardness when, when, <laughs> Owen, when Owen gets awkward now. <laughs> Hi, everybody. 
Uh, so yeah. That's... So Owen got a seat job at Rumblebox. Are we getting any hearts about this? I, I imagine not. You haven't seen any hearts come up. Hearts? Yeah. There's no, there's none three hearts. people watching. Yeah, three people watching and none hearts. Yeah. Thanks for watching though, people who are watching. Um, so yeah, it was cool. Um, so you saw it on Sunday? Yes. Okay. I saw it on Sunday just at a regular theater, no 3D. Right. I'm kind of saving, I'm saving the, the, the 3D viewing for the second time around. So I'll probably do the RPX with oh. the leather premium seats. At Where's the that? Theater. Down in, in near me, okay. where I live. They have okay. one down there. I think I have a gift card, so that might be kind of fun to go see it a second time. You want to go? I'm going with a couple guys from work, so it's going to be hard to organize. Well, when are you going? This weekend? I'm not sure yet. Okay. No, this weekend I'm going to get this. Where are you I'm going? I'm going to Marvel Universe Live. Oh, where's that? The live show in Baco. It's in Baco this weekend. So I'm taking my three-year-old son. I'm not going to be one of those creepers that's just going by themselves. Like that's, I read an article of review. From Is that like on ice? No, but it's kind of like in the same vein, okay, you know, okay. it's not Marvel on ice, but it's kind of like, it's like that. a live show that it's like a, a big version of a show you'd see at Universal Studios. Maybe yeah, it's like a stunt show. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Like something you'd see at Universal. So I'm taking my, my son. He's okay. three. Cool. Um, yeah. But I read a review about it from somebody online that was like, oh, you know, you know, here's what it's all about. And in that review, the person was like, oh, you know, I felt weird because I was a grown man and I went with a grown man friend and we went alone without <laughs> any kids and the security guard stopped us and escorted us to the will call to make sure we didn't like molest anyone. Cause there's a ton of kids there. Yeah. yeah. And it's weird that people would be there with no kids. Apparently, I guess uh, that, that was this crowd. At least I the, feel like you'd the have crowd that huge, this reviewer huge, went to. huge kind of nerds or like, like comic book nerds, right? Like huge people. And I say that like endearingly. Yeah. Like, I don't know that I would go without a kid though to that. Okay. It's somewhat appealing, but I I don't. But re- some people would. Tickets are like forty bucks, though, man, for for wow. like the cheap seats. Wow, it's not great. Would you go without a kid for that? Uh, I don't know. It you depends paid, on how pumped I was. You just paid twenty bucks for a movie, so maybe you right. would. Yeah, right. I mean, if they give you a seat, Jay, maybe if, you'll do oh it. Oh my god, <laughs> you're making that. People are seeing that right now, JD. <laughs> People are seeing your 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 moves like Jagger. Uh huh. Um. So yeah. So. <laughs> So it's kind of cool. Like the um, the seats are actually assigned. So like it's not just like you sit wherever you want. There's only two rows. Oh, the theater. Of, You're talking about the theater, the Rumble Box. So there's only two rows of, of D box, um, and the rest D-box. of them, the rest of Sorry. them are um, are are regular seats, like stadium seating. So okay. um, so people were trying to sit in everybody's D box seats, and the ushers have to like kick people out. Mm. And um, basically, somebody told us to like sit in the middle of this first row, like the first usher, and then. The second usher was like, no, no, these are actually your seats. So they kind of told us different stuff. But at Tascadero, you know, it's kind of a, uh, it's not as far away as people think, I guess. Mm-hmm. Having grown up in Cayucas and come to San Luis Obispo for a lot of movies. Yeah. It's, you know, a 20 minute drive. Did you have to boot anyone out of your seat though? Before no, you talk about we got the boring, out of the our boring distance it took to take, to get to get Tascadero. <laughs> but we got booted out of our seat. You got booted out of your seat? So well, someone came over and was like, that's <laughs> my seat. You yeah. Know? Cause the usher, cause the first usher told us basically to sit anywhere we wanted. And then the second usher like actually had a flashlight and like could see what seat number we had versus where we were sitting. Okay. So basically they gave us in- incorrect information that made us get in trouble. But other than that, it was, it was a great experience. Um, the uh, movie was good. I thought um, mm-hmm. how, uh, first impressions of the movie for me anyway, up here, you can hold it. Okay. Um, first impressions. We need a tripod. Yeah. Or like a del- or like a wider angle. First impressions for me that the movie was okay. Can you do this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can. I mean, people have to turn their phone. You have then. to turn your phone. So all the, right. you know, you're requiring more of the person who's watching. Oh, we just dropped. Someone just dropped off. Because no, you turned kidding. it. No, I was just kidding. It. Nobody dropped know, off. It still like says it really three. Yay, I can't believe three. it's still three. Three. Okay, so give. You're gonna give your quickie review now. Yeah, I'll give my quickie review. Okay. It was kind of what I expected. Um, there was definitely some dialogue, like the opening scene, like them teasing Captain America or Cap- about saying like language. I thought that was a little bit like um, forced. Um, I thought that some of the dialogue in the middle of it, I think that was a common, uh, review, I guess, was like, uh, that it was not as, it was too like touchy feely about characters that we didn't really like as much like Hawkeye and, uh, you know, all them. We, um, we, the public, <laughs> the Royal, we, yeah. The editori- or are you talking about the, the editorial, we, the, the we that were sitting in your D box, you know, man, we, the Royal, we, the are these the D box seats or the D bag seats? Hey, oh, um, so the, uh, so yeah, I mean, I thought that those parts were, were sluggish at times. I think the movie was really good though. Generally, like I thought it was kind of what I expected. It made me laugh. There were lots of like, kind of like, you know, belly laughs as people did cool things. 
you know, everybody's still fun. The Hulk, you know, when he kind of went crazy was interesting. Um, you know, I thought, I thought they needed to do some character development maybe in terms of how they work together because the first movie was just so cool because they were all together and it's hard to kind of top that. Right. And so I think the second movie always has like a lull unless you're the star Wars franchise. Um, cause that was, they figured out a way to make the second movie, not a lull. But, um, I think the third, whatever the third Avengers is going to be, is going to be cool. Um, I think, you know, it all being connected is kind of neat too. Yeah. And, and it was about what I expected. I liked, uh, Hawkeye's little, uh, little, uh, motivational speech. That was good. Yeah. What'd you think? Okay. Well, um, <clears throat> I thought it was awesome. First of all, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but that said, like all the things I could say about it with the geeky things, like, oh, that little geeky thing, it, you know, I, I love that. I love that. I love that. The, the general thing I want to say though, is it was very fast. There was so much stuffed in there, way more than the first right. movie. So the first Avengers movie, there was time to breathe and kind of explain everything. And everything seemed like it followed. There were gaps right. in the storyline, but it seemed like it followed. But they had to move so quickly to cram so much into prep for all the other movies. Okay, I think, let right? me finish. My It's my turn, man. Okay. Don't interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this movie, the Age of Ultron movie, uh-huh. there was so much stuffed in there yeah. that they had to get through it all. They got through it all very quickly. So they didn't mm-hmm. spend, Joss Whedon didn't spend very much time, this is the director, uh, in depth on any one Well, so it would thing. have been a three-hour movie. Yeah, maybe it should be a three-hour movie. Maybe they yeah. should put out a three-hour version Extended and we watch edition, that. Yeah, I would watch it, but yeah. I don't know that everyone would sit in the theater and watch. They it. did like that my for wife, Lord of the Rings, like they had each of those movies, yeah, like that extended editions yeah. on DVD back in the day. Yeah, and I don't have that. I have no interest in that. So I know that someone who's not really that big of a fan of the Marvel stuff would right. want a big three-hour version of it. There's a lot of big fans though. Yeah, well, I think there's enough. My wife was bored. Like by the my end, wife. my wife was bored by the end. She's like, "Oh God, it was so long." And I told her it's actually shorter than the first one. She couldn't believe it. Right. I couldn't believe it either because they stuff so many right. moments in there. Right. But then the negative side of that, I mean, it's cool because you get so many cool moments in there. Yeah. Like, the director's cut would be good to see. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, I think the director's cut would be good to see. We sh- we should get you know that somewhere somehow. I would definitely buy it. Yeah. I don't know that it'd be a huge hit. Yeah. But we're getting a litmus test with that right now because they just announced that X-Men, uh, um, the Rogue cut. Oh. The X-Men movie that came out last year. What okay. was that one? Uh, Days of Future Past? Yeah. They're which, doing, was, which was like one of the better ones, I thought. It was like under, it was good. It was like under the radar, but really solid. They're doing an alt version, like okay. a director's cut alt version with a different character playing a different central role. So instead of Kitty Pride being the, the person who sends Wolverine back to the past, Whoa. it's going to be Rogue who does it. It's a totally different... I mean, Whoa. it's the same movie, but it's just different characters and it's supposed to have a different... Did they, so they shot it. They shot it a mm-hmm. different way is what you're telling me. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So they're going to have different scenes, and they're going to—that's going to be released this summer. So then we'll see how much of a market. I Are guess, they going to release is. it in the theater? I don't think so. Okay. I think it's right. just going straight to Blu-ray. Sure. Or or. So they'll yeah. see how that performs on demand. We'll yeah. see how that performs, uh-huh. and that'll be a litmus test, I think, for whether Marvel should release like an extended version of huh. Avengers. Maybe uh-huh. I don't know. I think they definitely should. It wouldn't. I don't know that it'll be a huge hit. Right. You know, because there's going to be a, a a large number of people who go see it in the theaters sure. who might even buy it on Blu-ray. Right aren't going to be interested in that. Sure. You know, it's long enough for them right. as is. Okay. But that was the key issue, I guess, I would say for me. I loved it. I have to say I liked the movie. I, I was excited about it. I'm not giving it a negative review at all. Right. But the issue I thought where I had trouble was there was so much good stuff that they couldn't go into enough depth on everything. So which which isn't that it was kind hard. Of, isn't that kind of the issue with a lot of superhero movies, right? Is like that that they go into some depth with things, but it's really hard for them to get into all the depth that they that they want to get into. For the people who are hardcore fans. For the people who are hardcore fans. Sorry, I, I'm, I don't know who I'm talking to. You were anymore. getting too excited there. You were so excited you just floated way away from the <laughs> from so the excited. microphone. Yeah, microphone check. Um, so, so yeah, I mean... Wait, what's up? Were you putting it on yourself? Yeah. <laughs> then you hold it. No, you hold it. You can double tap it. <laughs> no. Here, now, it's, now it's the opposite, okay. I think, right? No. No, double tap it. Swipe down. Don't end it. I'm not. Double tap to flip camera. I don't know, man. This is your phone. Hang on. (laughs) This is ruining the whole flow of the Thanks for hanging in there with us, Michael. All right. Uh, There you go. So where where was I going? Oh, yeah. So like, I think this is like one of the, 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 the conflicts that happens is you have diehard fans who would watch a four hour Avengers movie, right? I mean, you would watch, you would sit and watch a three and a half hour Avengers movie. 
Sure, I four, would. Yeah, hour, definitely. Like you'd watch a four-hour movie easy. Definitely. And then you I have, just watched, and I'll go into this when it's my turn. But I just watched a thirteen-hour Daredevil movie. So, yeah, totally. Go ahead, go ahead, but, but say what you want to say. But the but the the four-hour Avengers movie turns off at least a half of the audience. At, you know, and and so so half of the people who would you know who would see Avengers otherwise don't, and it's a business in the end. So yeah, I I would agree. I you know I I bought the Lord of the Rings extended edition back when it came out just to watch it and when i was really bored on a weekend i'd I'd watch one of those things um but but it you know i i think when you think about a movie like avengers um they have to they have to play to the to the highest common denominator in terms of people who are going to watch it so they gotta they gotta go to the go to the masses yeah so that was the only issue for me i mean people were talking about have you heard some of the negative criticisms like that yeah that it was sexist against black widow right or that uh well so like if you're gonna say that the avengers was sexist against it then you probably think that the avengers comic books were too right well no i mean the 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 deal is uh this guy says that's why they're splitting avengers infinity wars into two films it's true yeah more depth right right that's true yeah we don't even know the we don't even know the storyline of that one though yet so yeah so there's like all kinds of if you look at the wikipedia page of marvel then it definitely goes into like um all the stones and stuff Mm -hmm. it's really interesting like there's a couple of you know pretty good stories and yeah have you read the infinity gauntlet no but but it there was a breakdown of it on a website i read so like it kind of gave me some background that way there is a bit there's i love infinity gauntlet for one scene there's one scene that makes it cool for me like the when i was a kid and that book came out it was just so many words when you're a little kid and you read that book you're like oh my god look at all these words i'm not reading that so it kind of turned me off but as i got older i went back and revisited it there's a scene in the infinity gauntlet my favorite character is captain america okay so there's a scene in there where Captain America faces off one-on-one with Thanos. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's one of the coolest scenes ever in the history of comics because you, you get to see what makes Captain America so awesome. Right. It's like in the first Avengers movie, remember when uh, Tony says, you know, everything this, that, you know, great came out of, uh, great about you came out of a bottle or whatever. Special right. about you came out of a bottle. Right. I'm totally butchering the line, yeah. but that's right. what he says, right? To Captain America. That scene in Infinity Gauntlet where uh-huh. he goes one-on-one with Thanos, uh-huh. you, that's how you know that's not true. Right. They're, they're in interpersonal interaction. Well, it's right. just like that. That's why you. That's where you see where why Captain America is such a cool character well, in and that, that one. And they did a great job with the first Captain America movie. Like that was a well-made movie, I thought. And and he's just like the perfect guy to play it because of how they developed his character in that first Captain America movie. I thought I thought it was matching for that. Well, I think there's a scene in the Infinity Gauntlet uh-huh. comic uh-huh. that you can pull straight out of there and put it into the movie and it would be awesome. So I guess my question is looking at the upcoming movies because there's like 12 upcoming movies, 11 maybe upcoming movies in the Marvel universe, right? Yeah. Like which one is going to be like the Infinity Gauntlet? Is it going to be Infinity War basically? It must be, right? Yeah. It's going to be the last Avengers movie. Yeah, but I don't know how they make that into a compelling movie. I mean, it's a cool storyline, but I don't know and how they stretch that. Into, especially, yeah. I don't know how they stretch that into two movies. So there's going and, to be a huge and divergence. With, and with Black Panther and Captain Marvel in between the first one and the second one. Yeah. That's going to be, yeah. Okay, Black. let's talk about that, Black Panther, and how it relates to, to Ultron. Here, take this. One of my favorite scenes in Age of Ultron was when we see Andy Serkis' character show up. Right? Andy Serkis is the guy who played Gollum? Yes, he played Gollum. He and he played Ulysses Claw yes, in, in Ultron. Yes, yes, and he plays like a he's like Australian, I think, South African. No, he's accent? he he does an Australian accent. I was oh. kind of surprised because I wasn't sure if it was Australian or South African. You don't know the difference between Australian and South African? Yeah, Ernie Els versus I don't know an Australian guy, <laughs> Crocodile Dundee. Yes, totally. Yes, there you go. Right. That's the difference. You think right. those sound the same? Um, I, it takes me a second sometimes. Oh, okay. If I hear somebody talking, I'm like, ah, oh, which is it? Which is it? Because it's not British. Which is it? I felt like he was doing Australian. Maybe he was doing Australian and then it, it came out. Like maybe he was doing South African, but it came out as Australian. It's possible. Like they're, they're, <laughs> Maybe they're, he was doing South African and maybe yeah. I'm the bozo. You think know. I'm the bozo? I mean, because the place is theoretically in Africa, right? That's kind of yes. like my thought. That's where they were. They were right. in South Africa. Yes. Right. Or like a, another kind of South African English dialect. I still felt like he was doing Australian okay. pretty hard. Okay. I could be wrong. Yeah. I could be the bozo misinterpreting. Maybe he, I mean, I don't think he's Australian. Where? What is he? I don't know. Is he British? Maybe. Is he American? Yes, precious. I don't know. Now we'll have to look it up. Yeah. If someone knows on if Periscope, this, if you up. know on Periscope, look it up. Oh, there you go. Um. So, <laughs> so I knew, but the the scene where he came out, Ulysses Claw, was awesome, right? Uh-huh. I mean, when he came out, I'm like, oh my god, because as someone who knows the the like background of the comics and like who this character is, and he's he plays a role in Ant Man, he plays a role in 
not in the movie in Ant Man, but in the Ant Man comics. So he's like a he's like basically a um a, a mercenary who just is like makes money and stuff. Or what? Who's he? He's a scientist um, who is after. Well, in the in the movie, he's totally different. But in the in the comics, he's like a scientist who's after vibranium. Which is what he had a whole load of. Yes. In the thing, right? Yeah. Okay. And then in in the movie, he's kind of like an arms dealer. Right. Who, like deals. He's 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 a crook, criminal right. basically. He's but he wasn't he wasn't stuff. in the comic books necessarily. No, I think he was a scientist, and he had clashes with Ant Man. Right. Uh, he had clashes with Black Panther. He's had clashes with Daredevil. You know, because he's a Sonic based character. He's got uh, his arm gets chopped off by Ultron. And, uh, you know, in the comics, he has like this little attachment on his severed arm that shoots like, like sound waves. Right. Um, and, and so I don't know where I was going with this, but yeah, <laughs> that's oh, what well. his power is. Yeah. So it was cool to see. And you're going to say, Oh his, my God, his arm got cut off. Like spoiler alert, whatever. People oh yeah. Spoiler alert, whatever. We his already arm said got cut off, yeah. but, his, but his arm gets cut, cut off. And when you're watching that, you're like, Oh my God, a claw. His, we see his origin story. And he's only in the movie for like five minutes. Right. And that's cool. That's what I'm talking about when I say the movie packed in all these little moments because right. that's like indispensable to me. Like that moment of Claw getting his arm cut off right. is like something that needs to be in that film. And then to like, me, like and, as, as a fan, I'm like, I need to see that. And it sets the tone for all those other ones. Like you said, for Ant-Man. I don't know if he's in Ant-Man He's at not all. in Ant-Man, I don't think. But I mean, you never know. Like he's in, he probably is in Black Panther if that's in his uh, he's gonna origin be in Black place. Panther. Right? He has to be. He's going to be, definitely. Yeah, right. So, but, so there was lots of little moments like that right. all throughout the movie where I'm just like, oh, that's so kick buns, you know? Like in, uh-huh. and, and, um, there were just so many of those. Like that was also the movie's downfall because it had so many of those right. little kick bun moments. Right. They couldn't go into any depth on anything right. and still have a, a a short movie. And that's why I said there were a lot of like really cool parts. Like when Hulk is like, um, when when they really need Hulk to come out and he finally does, and then he just you know mashes everybody. I think that's always like the awesome parts of of these movies. I think like when uh, when uh, when Hawkeye is like, dude, I don't know what the hell is going on. Like, but if you go out there, you got to go out there and dominate. Like, yeah. You're an Avenger. You step out of the store. You're an Avenger. Right. Like that was a, that was a, that was a well-written like thing in the middle of a fight. Um, it was well-written in that it didn't sound well-written. It sounded like somebody who was just giving an impromptu speech that didn't really have anything good to say. Unlike, unlike the opening scene when he's like language and they're like, did, did Captain just say language? Ha 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 ha. We're fighting. Him you like- didn't like the opening scene? I thought the opening scene was okay. I thought the dialogue in the opening scene was a little bit too like, <laughs> maybe I don't like the Tony Stark dialogue when he's in his suit. Maybe like when they show him like, you know, the, the uh-huh. view of him in his, in his Iron Man suit. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that just turns me off That's for whatever awesome, reason. Though, dude. That's whoever invented that. I don't know if it was John Favreau or who, whoever it was within, in the first Iron Man movie. The way they show him. In yeah. His that's suit. awesome. Cause they've done that in the comics yeah. after that or not the comics, the cartoons. Um, that's cool. Huh. That's like a revolutionary thing. Like whoever came up with that, you know. Mike, who's a Kansas City Royals fan, I guess. I'm, I'm guessing he's got a Royals hat on his picture. He said he seemed like a Hawkeye filled the Phil Coulson role in this one. Like the the human, maybe he means like the human role of like a person who sure. um, who people need to kind of fight for or rally around. Because yeah. Hawkeye's like got a family that nobody knows about. Or yeah. Whatever. And what do you think of that family it was, uh, thing? It was cool. I thought like um, it was a little bit too, it was a little bit campy, but like it's it's a comic book movie. Like it's gonna be campy in that way, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I thought they spent a little bit too much time there, pondering their feelings, and I think that was another like that was another yeah another um, critique. I, people were saying like, didn't this happen in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie in yeah. 1992 yeah. or whatever? Two things around two things around the movie that I've read online that have been really funny. I think they've been on like Clickhole or The Onion. Um, one was the Onion movie review, and they're like, the problem was that <laughs> that the whole movie featured scenes that didn't have that wasn't that weren't filled with superheroes, and they show like still shots, and uh-huh. they're like, see here, they like circled it like with a with a teleprompter, like that's a space that could have been filled with a superhero. <laughs> Here's a space that could have been filled with a superhero. Yeah, this scene just has this woman. She's not really a superhero. <laughs> All these could have been, you know, superheroes instead. Like that was his like big critique. That was funny. That was on the Onion. The Onion's always funny. And then uh, the other one was a uh, <laughs> a series. Wait, of... Hold on. What? Just listening to your recap of the Onion, and then you defend how the Onion's always funny. Like the Onion it just... is always funny. <laughs> is Onion not always funny? No, it's not always. Funny. I get like belly laughs off the Onion. Like, funny. like I don't know, but it's just funny that you were telling like this whole thing and like expecting a big yeah. like laugh out I'm of it, and I'm just laugh. and I didn't laugh. I think you should and then read you were, it. Like, and then you're like, it's always funny. If you watched it, it'll if you watched it you'll know if you watched it you'll know jd scroggins it sounds hilarious based on the way your description of it the other thing was a email chain did you see that between all the avengers and mm-hmm. um 
You'll have and, to tell me about and it. Nick I'm Fury. Sure it's riveting. Go ahead. It, it go. was all. It was everybody's reason why Hawkeye shouldn't be in the Avengers anymore. Oh, I anymore. did see that. I did see that. That was on Funny or Die. That yeah. was funny. It was okay. Yeah, it's humorous. It was okay. I mean, I you know, and and especially since they like played up Hawkeye in the movie, I thought that was yeah. like especially, I guess, interesting or whatever. Yeah. But, I agree. He was the Coulson role. It was, it was it was between him and and Quicksilver to be the Coulson role, obviously, because Quicksilver get croaks at the end. Like he jumps in front yeah, of Hawkeye and gets shot. What's the deal with that? I was hoping what's Quicksilver would be like a guy. In the future. Does I don't he... know. I was thinking about that, and it's like, well, I mean, he's also in the X-Men movies, so then maybe it's like, now you don't have competing characters anymore. You kill him off, You kill him off, and it added something to the movie, because it, it made it, the kicker of like, uh, you know, uh, you were not expecting that, or what did he say? What was his line? Where he's like, Yeah, I didn't see that coming. You or... didn't see that coming? Right. Yeah. That made that, gave some gravity to that. It was like, oh, you didn't see that coming. Yeah. And it makes the Scarlet already, Witch character So it's a callback to the first for the to the first couple times when they said that. It gave it some power. It gave it the Coulson moment where someone dies right. and then now Scarlet Witch has to be like I wonder if they send Quicksilver to uh Tahiti. Probably not. Yeah. I would say no. He's probably gone. He's probably gone for good, I would say. Yeah. It's a bummer. I'll go out there and say it's a bummer. Going back to the Hawkeye thing, though, yeah. it's interesting because the leading up, the the publicity leading up to the movie, it kept indicating that someone wasn't going to make it. And so when the movie premiered in like Europe, uh-huh. um, there were people on there they couldn't give their full reviews because they were, or maybe it was right. not Europe, but it was the media when they got the media screenings, like right. the reviewers got. They're to like see somebody it. dies. They're like someone dies, but they couldn't really say anything. Right. And I immediately thought Hawkeye, not Hawkeye himself. Right. I thought Hawkeye has a wife and kids, and they're yeah. going to get killed. Yes, that's a, that was the flash. Yeah, that I immediately no, I, had. I thought that was coming too, and it was going to be this like big but dark that was thing before, that was going to you didn't think bring that, them together. You I did. I you thought, didn't think that when it when the news came out. I'm talking about before hey guys, we even. I, got I just have to say this. Um, we, our storage is almost full on my phone. Um, so if you want to listen to the rest of it, <laughs> fansmanship.com. Uh, if you're on uh, this Periscope thing, thanks for being with us, though. Um, I appreciate it. Our my phone only lasts so long. I need a new iPhone. Thanks a lot, man. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Follow fansmanship.com me on fansmanship. at fansmanship on Twitter. All right, yes. thanks. I'm a Dodger fan, by the way, but I like baseball, so let's let's hang out. All right. Okay, so you cut me off, but no, this is what I'm saying. Look, when the pre when the preview happened, so like the the reviewers got their screening, uh huh, and they got to talk a little bit about the movie on Twitter, but not give any spoilers. This was before you and I even saw it, before you and I even stepped into a theater. Right. When they said someone's gonna die, I immediately had a flash. Not only does Hawkeye have a wife and kids, they are going to get it. Uh-huh. Okay. There's no way you thought that. I thought that in the movie. Like in when, the movie. Because it was like, because they were like, oh, we're so happy we're here, secluded. I thought somebody was going to like track them down and like yeah. that's where they were going to get attacked and it was going to like galvanize them to move forward and yeah. go back or whatever. I immediately thought that before even being in the theater because there's a storyline, um, The Ultimates, which is what this comp, what the movies are based on. You know, the, Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson, you know this, right? The storyline with him, the backstory. That he almost died, he didn't... No, 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 the actual, the the, the actor. Oh, what happened? Um, well, I'll tell you, that in around the early 2000s, Marvel was coming out of bankruptcy and they started this thing called the Ultimate Line. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was basically uh, uh, updated takes on all of the heroes. So they did uh-huh. Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate X-Men, um, Ultimate Avengers was uh-huh. one of them, except uh-huh. it was called the Ultimates instead of the uh-huh. Avengers. It was called the Ultimates. And Nick Fury was made black, and he was modeled in that one after Samuel L. Jackson. So oh, okay. the artist and the writer actually said, this is going to be modeled after Samuel L. Jackson. They made it look just like him. Right. Samuel L. noticed this comic book and that it looked exactly like him and got in touch with Marvel and said, hey, if you ever do a Nick Fury movie, I'll, I'm down. Oh. I'm in. Oh. And so that's how they roped him into being Nick Fury because the character was freaking based on him. Right. Yeah. And so that huh. in, in the Ultimates storyline hawkeye is an agent of shield and he has a secret life with wife and kids and you don't find that out until like the second volume or whatever but they get murdered they get there's nick fury does no oh hawkeye's Hawkeye's wife and kids it's brutal too and you're like oh my god they just killed his kids i remember reading it for the first time and i was like oh my god and i didn't even have kids i don't think at the time i was just reading it like geez uh, so yeah, so that's the flash I immediately had was to the Ultimates Volume Two when Hawkeye's wife and kids get killed. So I was thinking as soon so as you they said someone gets killed, that perspective. So as right. soon as they popped up, and I'm like, oh no, it's Linda Cardellini, and like, is that the actress? Yeah, uh-huh. do you remember her from Freaks and Geeks? I watched Freaks and Geeks actually like in the last five years with my wife, but yeah. no, I mean I I, I she watched was like so many the main shows. character on Freaks and Geeks. She was also in. Um, 
and Legally Blonde. Okay. She was Velma from Scooby Doo in the live oh, okay. action Scooby Doo's. Okay. And and so I wouldn't say that I had like a big crush on her or anything, but I always thought she was cute. Let's just. Put- <laughs> so I see it's Linda Cardellini, and I'm like, oh no, she's gonna die. And then all of a sudden, I was kind of like sad a little bit. Right. Like as soon as she popped out, I'm like, sure. I know she's gonna. I know more than all these other people because right. I've already read the Ultimates. Yep. And I know she's gonna croak. Oh. But she didn't. But she didn't. Spoiler alert: She lived yes. to tell the tale. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so I want. I'm curious, like. Uh, what do you think about the backlash they're getting for like the sexism against uh, Black Widow? Like, yeah. Do you get that? Her? Do you get the the rationale behind it? Yeah, I think so. Do you? Yeah, it's because the, her storyline revolves around uh, pregnancy, pregnancy and sex. That's and what like, the right. Well, no, that's what the the feminists don't like about it is that her her storyline. <clears throat> it revolves right. around her ability to have kids. You forget about that whole that whole beginning part when she's flashing back and like I mean that's a whole part of the movie yeah. too. And that's sexist because the male superheroes storylines are not about Having whether or kids. not they can have kids. I'm something that's very womanish. <laughs> so my know? question is this cuz you know this, you know the answer if if anybody does. What? Was her comic book about any of that? Like and that's the thing that like my question was to my wife is like, "Hey, if these comic books were initially written you know, decades ago, is this something that is a reflection of that? Or is this something that is a reflection of somebody trying to do something right now that's new and fresh and just is still kind of stale to people who are feminists? But you don't have to follow just because something was written in the 60s. You I don't agree. have to like, I agree. You have to no, no, I it. agree. But, but that could be somebody's rationale or yeah. defense for it. Is it, is it something that might've been part of her thing in, in the earlier, even if it was, I don't think that's an excuse, right. you but, know, like right. you don't have to do it I, just because I, it I was, agree. I don't think you have to, but, but that could like explain it, I guess, like why, why that was, cause I, I don't know that people would have like come up with that out of their own minds. Maybe they would have, maybe they did. I don't well, know. Well, here's the thing on that. I don't think it, I don't think necessarily, maybe it crossed some line somewhere, but I don't think the, if you're going to make the argument that the male superheroes don't get that storyline, I don't think it holds water because in the first Avengers, if you go back and look, there's a scene where uh, where they're recruiting everyone and she goes to get Banner. Right. And, and there and there's it's very subtle, but she's like, uh, you know, she she tells them like, oh, you know, we we want, you know, don't you want to, you know, you don't want to ruin your streak of so many consecutive days of not having a Hulk out or whatever. Right. And then he says it's very subtle. He goes, well, we don't always get what we want, and he puts his finger and rocks a little cradle right there. Really? Yeah. So, so he can go back that. and watch. So he so knew what her story. No, 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 no. He didn't know his her story. He knew his story. Oh. So, and what he's trying to say with that is he like can't he can't either. have a family and he's bothered by that because he, can't you know, he that's his storyline. So it starts as his storyline. And then that, so that that's is a way. That connects them. That's a thing that connects them too because before, before she says that she can't have kids, right. who brings up the topic? He does. He does. Right. It's his storyline. Right. Like, yes, true. It is her vision. Or her storyline as well. Well, her vision, her right. fear or whatever that she gets when Scarlet Witch messes with her mind or whatever is right. to go back to that point. Right. But we're never shown what Hulk's fear is. We just show him rampage. <laughs> he, you know what I mean? We don't know what his fear is. Right. It could be the same thing. He just owns fools. He's the one who right. brings it up to her, though. Like, right. what do you want to do with me? We can't have a family. Right. So it's obviously weighing on him, too. So to right. sit there and say, like, oh, the male superheroes don't deal with that issue. Yes, they Actually, do. Actually, the Hulk and, is. And he is. Right. And they're doing it together. And that's why it's that's that's, that's why, why there's beautiful. a thread between them. That's why it's beautiful. Well, it, you could still say it crossed a line because hers was more pronounced that it was like, I'm a monster. But she wasn't saying I'm a monster. That was how it was interpreted, too, that she's when she says I'm a monster, she's saying she's a monster because she can't have kids. But how, really, she's saying a monster because she's a killer. How do you feel about like uh, all the box sets of the superheroes not having her in it? Like the toys? Well, I think there's She's a, like there's, the only female character. Yeah, there's it. some there's some Black Widow like action figures out there. Not many. Yeah, like but, uh, even uh, even uh, oh gosh, it wasn't Mark Ruffalo. Maybe it was Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, tweeted about yeah. Um, like he please said, can you have some tar- like please yeah. Target carry some car- like some. It was to Marvel. Figures. He said to, he said yeah. it directly to Marvel. Yeah. Um, and I think it's I think you just have the marketers and and the people who are making that stuff or making the decisions just think. Boys are going to buy boy toys and girls are going to buy girl toys. And, and the so, Avengers to them is a boy toy. Yeah. And like the, there's and no the girl, boys. Right. And the boys want the boy action figures and right. they don't want the girl action figures. Whether that's right or wrong, right. I don't know. Right. I well, can tell I'm you. I'm sure like maybe maybe financially that's that's what sells too. But like 
there's, yeah, but there's a lot of backlash right now and a lot of people like, like my, like my wife who would like, um, who absolutely like the gender toys and stuff like that are like a big, like no, no yeah. in our house. Like, well, like know. our daughter has blocks and Legos and yeah. like, you know, not all the kinds of fairy stuff, you know, like that's not, that's and not what you know about. what we've, we've given stuff to Dante on both sides of the spectrum yeah, right. too. And, and he's three now. And when we were bringing him up, when he was first understanding toys and what they were, we gave him things and I gave him, he has things and we call them dolls Uh and he still says dolls and that's fine with me. I don't care if he has dolls, but when we go to the toy store and this has nothing to do with me, I don't know where he got this from. Uh I walk through the, through the toy aisles and I'm Uh like, Hey, you want to go look at Barbies? Uh And he's like, no, I don't want that aisle. And I didn't teach him not to play Barbies. I didn't say don't like Barbies. He just does sure. i don't know if it's because he's socialized from school right, right or right. from tv for whatever or reason something and, else. and i'm not saying that's bad he's i'm just, just saying interested. like like to get in to get in to have an option for it like yeah. to even have an option for the one female character in the avengers for girls who like the avengers i mean yeah. what 50 percent of the audience or 48 percent of the audience at those movies is women like it's yeah. not it's not like it's 30 70 it's like yeah. 45 55 at, yeah. at at worst well i can tell you this i um have been this is kind of a little it's not a secret really because i tell yeah. anyone who cares uh-huh. but um um i first got into comics stop me if i've told you this story but i first got into comics by collecting action figures right you were saying you really like action figures yeah mm-hmm. yeah my dad one one christmas totally whiffed on christmas uh-huh. and then like the day before like christmas eve or something he took me to kmart and he's like all right let's just buy all of the uh, figures and they're the secret wars figures and superpowers figures from like the mid 80s <laughs> and he literally bought me every single one like just for wow. christmas wow i don't know if he got a christmas bonus or something that year so i never got anything that good again but i so i had every character that one wow. christmas and wow. i opened i played with them for years uh-huh. and that was like the the gift that stands out to me most from my childhood of anything weird and so I want to do that for Dante. So I've been buying these six-inch action figures. They're called Marvel Legends. Mm-hmm. Um, so every couple months, if I see one in the store that looks cool, I'll buy it. And I will and I put them in the closet. Are those I, the ones that you get when you're on the road too sometimes? Yes. Yeah. If I'm on the road, I go to a comic book store. I'll go look at the action figures. If there's one that he doesn't have or I think he might want in a couple of years when he's old enough to play with them. You're thinking like seven? I'll get it. What? What's the age? Like six, seven, eight? They were supposed to be four plus, but I think he's probably not mature enough for him yet, and he's almost four, so maybe five, five and up. Um, but somewhere around there, yeah. yeah. And so, but eventually, I'm just gonna drop an atomic bomb of action figures on him, like boom, right. and he's gonna have them all. And That's all like all he's gonna get for a birthday yeah. one year or something. And I can tell you because I follow that pretty closely. There's a lot of uh, female action figures. There's okay. there's in the one in some of the latest waves. There's like a Spider Woman. There's two Spider Girls. Okay. In one single wave. Isn't Captain Marvel mm-hmm. supposed to be a girl sometimes Captain too? Marvel has just come out in the, in one of the recent waves. There's a lot of female action figures that are out there in that mm-hmm. Marvel Legends line. Right. There's lots of them. So there's options. Okay. And and Black Widow came out last year when okay. the when the Captain America movie came out. Right. She had a Marvel Legends figure too and it was pretty cool. I didn't I didn't pick it up because <laughs> it's hard to find because everybody wants them. I mean, they're not in... They don't have. There's not as many Black Widows as there are Captain Americas, so Got they it. sell out pretty quick. They're popular. I don't know why they may, don't make more, but maybe they are. Okay, this is our this is our round of of quick quick answers. Okay. There are eleven movies listed here. Okay. Um, there's Ant Man, Captain America, Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy two, a Spider Man movie, Thor, a third Thor movie, um, Avengers, the first version of uh, Infinity War, Black Panther. Captain Marvel, the second version of the Infinity War. And then really interesting with um, the latest uh, few um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the last one is called Inhumans, and that's going to be in 2019. I feel like that's going to have some, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. people in there. It has to. Like, that's that's the whole deal with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. right now is they're, like, dealing with Inhumans, which is, like, uh, Sky's mom and all that, too. Possible, but that right. little inhuman cell right. is just—it could just be so such small of a cell that it's not going to appear in the movie. Or like, it could be instance, the cell, like too. No, it's not. Okay, it's not the main one. Okay. It's not the one where the the main characters from the Inhumans movie are not there. They're not in there yet. They're not in there. They never will be. Really, I think that the Agents of Shield Inhumans are going to be what Agents of Shield is to the Avengers movie. You know, to the Inhumans movie. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So well, it'll like be a, so an you offshoot. could literally have an Inhumans movie and you'll right. never see those characters from Agents of Shield. Or maybe you will. Just like you can have an Avengers movie and we didn't see one character from Agents of Shield. Yeah, I was kind of bummed about that because there was some crossover before. Like there were a couple characters that were in the 
Captain America movie who showed up in the next uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show. Yeah. So I was kind of bummed about that. Um, so out of all these movies that are coming up, which is the one that you're looking forward to the most and which is the one that you're like, oh, man, that they could have made a better choice about a character or a thing to do there? Black Panther favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Uh, um, it just seems like the most different one to me. That one in Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor but Strange I really like, is one that like people don't know about. I'm I'm interested to yeah, see what Doctor. But Strange I really is about. like I really like uh, uh, Chad Bozeman. He's a good actor. Who is Doctor se- Strange? I've seen him in no. He's gonna Black be Black Panther. Panther. Okay. Uh-huh. You've seen him in Forty Two. You've seen him in the okay. James Brown movie. Uh-huh. Um, I was watching uh, Draft Day with Kevin Costner, oh. and he plays one of the main characters in that. He's one of the, he's the football guy that he's the football player that they take number one overall. And it's like a big shocker. Okay. Spoilers for Draft Day if you oh, haven't okay. seen it. Um, but yeah, he's a great actor. I think he'll do really well on okay. Black Panther. So I'm, I'm excited for Black Panther, and also because uh, when my wife interviewed uh, Stan Lee a few years ago, yeah. That's the one he said he was most excited for. Oh, okay. And then out of all those, which is the one you're like, yeah. Is it like the third <laughs> Thor movie or something? Like, no, I'm excited for the third Thor. I like yeah. the second Thor movie better than the first Thor movie. Yeah. I'm so. interested to see like, because uh, Ant-Man could be the first kind of like one that, that people go, because eh. like the this Avengers movie, there's a, there's a section of people who are like, eh, not really liking it. So Ant-Man could like, oh man, this is just another one that people hate kind of thing. Like there's, there's, there would be some momentum if, if enough people didn't like this Avengers movie to be like Ant-Man and eh, this whole Marvel thing. Eh. Like I could see like people, some people start to get like negative on it. It's going to be funny though. And I think the word of mouth is going right. to build on it. Right. It's going to be like Guardians where. So th- I don't see another. Word oh yeah, I do build. see another Guardians of the Galaxy. There it is. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 will yeah. come out after Doctor Strange. I'm and probably least pumped for Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I would really? say. Really? Or in humans. In humans just seems like an abstract thing in my mind. That like, I, like I, don't, I don't know how it's going to work. Yeah. I don't really like the inhuman characters. I'm not really that interested. Okay. The main character in the humans, his, his power is that he, you know, he, he, he causes destruction with his voice. So he doesn't talk. How is that going to be an interesting movie? Right. You know, the main character doesn't talk. Or maybe they just have to rewrite it between now and then. Like they have to like just re retcon it so that he can talk. Yeah. Um, maybe like, yeah. Put a thing on his throat so he can like think it and whatever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, there, there's ways to get around it. Right. Theoretically. Okay. Yeah. What, but, um, but I'm, I'm, I don't know that I'm pumped for guardians of galaxy too. I don't, I don't know. I'm skeptical really? on that one. Yeah. I like the first one. I love the characters. When I first heard they were doing a Guardians yeah. movie and that it was going to be based on that, uh, you know, DNA run uh-huh. from like the mid to late 2000s, uh-huh. uh, I was pumped because yeah. I knew it was going to be good. Yeah, I knew it was really going to be funny. Yeah. I was telling you probably a, yeah. a year before, you know, production started. I'm like, this movie's going to be good. You were. And I was hoping that every, like we could get a group together, but it just never happened to go see yeah. it. Um, yeah. But I think Deadpool's going to be the next sleeper hit. Okay. So it's d- not Marvel Studios, but it's it's superheroes. Right. That's why it's not on here, right? Yeah. Who is it? DC? No, it's it's X Men Universe, so it's Fox. Oh man, so X Men Universe is not a Marvel comic. No, X Men is in Marvel, but when Marvel was going through bankruptcy, uh-huh. remember I was talking about bankruptcy earlier. Right. They spun off the movie rights to Spider Man, X Men, Fantastic Four, right? Um, Daredevil, so, Ghost Rider. Because because we're talking about the Infinity War in the Infinity War in the comics. I'll just say like the because the comic you can look this up. Like it's not like a spoiler alert. What yeah. happens in the comics of the Infinity War, if I'm not mistaken, is that all those guys try to fight Thanos. Yes. He snaps his fingers and kills most of them. He, <laughs> Pretty much. He Even Wolverine. He kills Wolverine. That right. was like a super big deal in comics at the time. Like, what? He killed Wolverine? Right. And then, and then he like plays with the other ones. He like toys around and one of them yeah. finally like tricks him into uh, losing the gauntlet. It's and not then, even him. It's not, it's not even one of the heroes. You know who it is? Who is it? It's Nebula. I don't even know who Nebula is. Yeah, you do. Who? Remember Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh-huh. Remember Karen Gillan's character? The green one? Blue, but close. <laughs> She's bald. Had a cybernetic arm. Kind of? Who, who, where, where, was she the one? She wasn't like... Uh, no, I don't remember her. Who is she? <laughs> she was the sidekick of Ronan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Bald, yeah. Bald head, blue, yeah. 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 That's yeah. Karen Gillan. She's a redhead okay. in real life. She's pretty cute. Okay, you might like her. You should look her up. Okay, um, she's the one who actually tricks Thanos into okay. taking off the gauntlet, and then she like fixes everything. She puts it back the right. way it was the way it before. Was. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Spoiler alert. Right. So, if are they really going to make her be the character that does that? It would be kind of interesting. Right. So that's. I mean, that's a question, and that's yeah. easy to look up. It's not like it's not out. You don't there. have to explain. But I'm just telling people, like, I'm not trying to, like, spoil the whole, 
the whole thing for you. I mean, I look. I already up. said at the beginning of the podcast, this Spoiler whole thing alert. is spoilers. So, like, totally. I, although I did say it was for the movie, not the Infinity Gauntlet comic book. So, awesome. Well, I think I think you we've covered really it. blew it. I think we've covered it. Well, I have a question for you. Yeah, I want to ask you what because because here's what I say about Ant Man. It's going to be funny. Oh yeah, Paul Rudd is is solid. Well, remember the scene in the trailer where Thomas the Tank Engine's like come bearing down on Yellow Jacket. And it's like woo dude, and then and then the camera pans out and it's just like a little toy falling off the table. That's hilarious. Yeah, totally. So like that, like it's gonna be funny. I know, and but through word of mouth, it's gonna build. Like, oh, that's funny. You got to see Ant Man. So it's gonna be like I, th- I think it's gonna be like Guardians, where it builds momentum as the right. weeks go on, where people won't be as pumped about it. Yeah, maybe like, it doesn't have the two hundred million dollar opening weekend, but it'll it'll build. Momentum. It'll be solid, and it'll be a good like. Uh, I guess the the goal of any of these movies is to progress it to the next movie and make the next movie successful too. I think that's that's something that you know each movie isn't necessarily the goal isn't necessarily to make it like the greatest movie ever unto itself. It's to make it fit into the universe for, so that they can have 20 awesome movies in a yeah. row. So they have 20 really good movies in a row. And I think that's like the, the bait, right? That uh, it's just pretty brilliant. You know, if they can keep doing it, I don't know how long, how much longer they can keep going. We'll, well see, that'll be interesting, right? Yeah, are all the ones that are that's the planned going to actually happen? Like, are all the people going to stay together for long enough? Like, uh, maybe they're all signed for it already. Like the, um, you know, Captain America character and the, and Mark Ruffalo, you know, all these people who are really big stars. Um, are they going to, are they going to hang in it? I don't know. They we'll haven't see. changed anybody since the Hulk. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, yeah. uh, but here's what I was going to say about Ant-Man. It's going to be funny. Okay. So I wanted to ask you, yeah. what was your favorite yuck from Avengers? Cause there was some good ones. There was lots of good quips, but I got to ask you. Oh, the, um, the Falcon guy. What's the guy's name? The from, Anthony Mackie from uh, from Captain America Two. Yeah, is that the guy who was like trying to tell the joke? No. What who, joke? Who's the guy that was trying to tell the joke? Like the. Are you seriously mixing up the two black guys? No. Who's Are the you guy seriously mixing the up the two black guys? No. Who's the guy who's trying to tell the joke? Is it the other black guy? Oh, maybe I did. I'm sorry, world. Who, who Dude, was you it? are. You do live in San Luis Obispo. <laughs> who Jesus. Was it? Are you serious? I don't know who these people are. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. You don't know yeah. who John Cheadle, okay, Don yeah. Cheadle is? Was it Don Cheadle who was telling the joke? Dude, you can't do that. You I don't can't know you can't the joke. You can't mix up the only two black people in the movie. The only two black superheroes so far. <laughs> I'm the worst. Okay, fine, I'm the worst. And one Don Cheadle's not a super Oh yeah, Don Cheadle does have the he Iron Man. He plays War Machine. Right. Yes, okay. He's War Machine. Is that what that's called? The other Iron Man? Yeah, War Machine. Okay. Yeah, anyway, Don Cheadle. Yeah, he's trying to tell the joke, right? And <laughs> no, it's he's telling a story he's telling the story You're talking about the party to, yeah it's supposed to have like a big ending and yeah. like he tells all the avengers and and like thor gives him some like yeah that is a fantastic like he's just totally yeah. patronizing They're like him. that's it yeah the, thor's like totally patronizing him mm-hmm. and then uh and then he tells it like to another group later on and they're yeah. like ah, ha, ha. and he's like yeah i still got it like this is totally he was, was like <laughs> what he's, he's he said something effective like what you looking for this or whatever and like, <laughs> he dropped a warhead on somebody right yeah yeah and the Avengers are like, oh, that was... That's oh, cool. That's yeah, it? Is that your soul story? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Thor's like, that is a fantastic... Like, totally like uh-huh. patronizing him. Yes. And then, so you uh, liked it when he actually went back to the civilians and, and like, killed with that joke? Yeah. I, I like when things, like, progress, like, the same joke over and over and some... Like, when yeah. it's funny sometimes and sometimes not. Yeah, well, that paid off in the end, too, because he shows up at the end. Right. And he starts taking out the Ultron Sentinels. Right. Did you like that part when he showed yeah. up? He's like, this is going to be a better story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No? Yes. Yeah. There was a callback to it, for yes. sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, and that kind of stuff I do enjoy a lot. Yeah. What, what was your What was your funniest? I part? had two. There were two moments. Well, I you, think I teased you said, this earlier. You said the, uh, one of them, at least. Earlier, well, there was maybe. two moments. Well, I said them when we went down and we were talking right. on Periscope. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I won't go into depth on them. But, okay. If I had to say there were there were two, they, I'll say the, the one of them. The One of the easiest one was when... Captain America comes in and he goes, I'm just going to tell you this once. And Iron Man goes, how about nuns? <laughs> and, and I started laughing really loud. I laughed really loud and I look around. Nobody else was laughing. But that's but that hooked me. Like, that's my kind of humor. It's like, I got it. Right. I was trying to tell people after that, like, oh, there were two parts that really made me laugh. And they were like, because they know I like comics. They were like, oh, because you were the only one who understood the comic reference. And I'm like, no, because I'm the only one with that bad of a sense of humor that I thought it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and that was one when our man says nuns. Right. And then the other one was this was really this one was really good to me. It was when they we were talking about this earlier how uh Ulysses Claw was there with his uh vibranium. Uh-huh. And uh the the twins and Ultron go in there to like take it from him or buy it from him, I guess. Right. But they go in there right. like as if they're going to intimidate him and he's like, right. You can't intimidate me, you know, right. whatever. And he holds out like a little dish of candy. Right. And he's like, You want some candy? 
as a kind of like a you know like hey kids yeah screw you you know right. you're, you're nothing to me or whatever and they look they stare him down and look angry like right back at him like trying to intimidate and then so he puts the candy dish down and so literally like three feet away from the candy dish quicksilver uses his quicksilver speed to run like two steps to steal the candy after he already put it down and then runs back and then real tough like Eats unwraps it. <laughs> it out of the wrapper and puts it in his mouth and looks at him all tough like yeah <laughs> solid that's solid dude i laughed so hard yeah it was awesome i laughed in the theater and nobody else was laughing those were the two parts that i actually like lost it i chuckled a lot there was a lot of chuckles but those were when i lost it and nobody else was into it got it how did you react to those scenes I thought they were funny. Like I thought there were a lot of like times when I was chuckling to your point, there was like, there were a lot of ones that were like on the same exact level. And I, and that's why I wouldn't mind watching it again for yeah. like the chuckles yeah. and the one liners, which is what something we both like about movies. Um, but none of them like stood out too high over the rest. Right. Because everybody's trying to get the equal amount of chuckles in. And honestly, the way the movie went, it was kind of a dark movie or for some of it. And the chuckles were like levity yeah. towards that. Right. Yeah. The, the, the second movie in a, in a, in a trilogy always is a little bit dark. And so, um, that was kind of what I was a little bit worried about actually is that what if they don't do enough chuckles to keep people engaged throughout it? And that's yeah. something that they definitely do. I would have two different, um, uh, analogies for it. This is what it reminded me of Avengers, uh, age of Ultron versus Avengers, original Marvel's Avengers yeah. reminded me of Anchorman and Anchorman two oh. guys. I recently watched rewatched Anchorman two recently mm -hmm. and it's hilarious. Like it's funny, mm -hmm. but it doesn't get the same, same gravitas, I guess as, as Anchorman one, like Anchorman one is memorable. There's so many quotable <laughs> moments. It's so good. It's the best. No, you know, it's everyone's favorite movie who, who grew up in that time, you know, Right. It's and then Anchorman Two is just kind of this forgettable thing, right? But if you go back and actually just analyze it, Anchorman Two is there's a joke every second, right? And it's funny jokes, like right. It's good jokes, right? But it'll never stand up to the first one because, because the first one was your first experience of that. And also, here's the thing: because Chris Rock says, like, and a lot of comedians say, like, comedy is all about building up the premise, building up the premise, building up the premise. Chris Rock builds up the premise and builds up the premise. And then the joke is funny because he built up the premise, right? Yeah. Um, the same goes for like action and awesomeness, I think, on some level. Yeah. Like Avengers built up the premise. These are guys getting assembled. They built up the premise. These are all superheroes. Yeah. They built up a premise. They're going to be a team. And then, yay, they got to fight at the end. And then the Hulk grabs Loki and smashes his arm on the ground. <laughs> right. And then that's the payoff. Right. The whole, yeah. right. Precisely. This one, the premise has already been built up, or so they assume. Yeah. And so, like, if I would have watched the Avengers and, and, like, the couple movies since then, leading up to watching Ultron, I think, like, on the same day or whatever, it would have been, like, the premise is being built all the time. And I think that's the balance that that's hard for Marvel to build up is, like, how much time do they spend building the premise when they already have, what, 15, what, 12, 10, 15 movies out uh, in this universe versus how much time do they give the payoff? And and I think the second and and, and we, we gotta we gotta bounce here in a second. I'm okay. sorry, but um, well, I have the one last analogy. But the payoff, but the payoff, they decided to give a lot of payoff and less premise. And I think that's something that that people don't don't um don't like sometimes. Yeah. And the final analogy I'll give is the Daredevil show. So the Daredevil show. Remember we talked about that, and I said it was kind of like how comic books are. Okay. You know, every issue was like an episode. And like 12, is 12 issues is usually like a full year of storyline and right. it's really decompressed right. <clears throat> and you can, and you can get into in depth into minutia uh -huh. every six months, DC and, and Marvel comics always have these things called event comics where they're like, they get all the characters together to tell this really big global cosmic story or a huge story with all these characters. And those events are never well received because they just kind of zip through everything and they never go into depth on anything. Right. That's kind of similar to what happened with Daredevil and Ultron because Daredevil, you got 13 episodes, 13 hours to go through one character or two characters, basically the Kingpin and Daredevil and their is that. I, I, I'm like I'm like four four episodes into Daredevil. Like, does it go through the whole? Does it go through like the whole thing, like start to finish? Is it like supposed to not be a second season? No, there's gonna be. They renewed it for a second season, okay. but the whole thing is a storyline. It, right. it begins and ends. Right. Okay. But you've got 13 hours to go through basically the the. By the way, the dude from Law and Order, legit in this in Daredevil. 
the dude from Law and Order. Oh, from Criminal Intent. Yeah. Yes, he plays Wilson Fisk. Yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. He plays him kind yeah. of like, um, and he's like gained a little bit of weight maybe for it, yeah. or he's, yeah. he looks like he looks like a kingpin, man. He's yeah. like he's legit. Yeah, he's good and like legit, like scary guy. Yeah. Yeah. But but you've got all those hours to really delve into the, the storylines of these two characters. 13 and, hours. And yeah, so it feels good. Like you, it feels like you've watched something substantial when you watch it. Right. Avengers, you got two and a half hours to go through like 10 characters. Right. And it's just so much stuff that you, you really, it's like an event comic. Whereas Daredevil is the regular monthly comic that wins the, the Eisner Awards. Avengers Age of Ultron is the event comic that everyone watches and, and like, buys. Uh, right, you buy it because you're all excited for it, but then at the end, you're even if it's good, you're still kind of like, well, it went too fast. It didn't tell. It didn't go right. into enough. It could have been. It could have been a, a a 200 page comic book. Yeah, if you wanted it to be. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. like that's that's the way it goes. Um, and I'll just say this last thing because even Daredevil, which is super dark, has moments of levity that keep me watching it. I can't watch stuff that's so dark all the time. And like even as Vincent D'Onofrio is like, you know murdering somebody it's in like this like almost i don't want to say it's a funny way but like it's like so weirdly gratuitous that it's like yeah. on some level you saw the head cut off scene is that what you're referring to he's like in the, the car Russian door, guy. The car door. Yeah, he cuts his head off with the car door yeah yeah that but, was brutal you was totally that was funny no. you thought that was light no it wasn't light, you're like that really brightened like... up my day when he chopped that guy's head off by slamming it through the car door <laughs> But it was like, it was on I some I was in level. a bad mood before I saw that. Now I'm in a good mood. Because that stuff affects me sometimes. Like, I get in a bad mood because I watch bad mood kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Like, uh... So seeing somebody's head chopped off with a car door... I don't know why. Pumped uh, you up? It didn't pump me up, it, but it was like, I was calm through it. I'm uh -huh. not usually able to stay, like, calm through all that. And it's because... But it's because the, the rest of the show is, like, there's some lightness to it. Yeah. The guy's blind and he's kicking butt like i don't know like there's some lightness to the way that they shoot it even though it's a dark movie and yeah. that's i guess or dark show long movie, like a movie. If you will. yeah all right so uh this has been the hurricane scroggs podcast uh we had some periscope followers you can follow me at fansmanship we had some periscope follies too i think yeah that's all right you guys could see it if, if you were watching um you could have seen seen the audio go kaput um but uh, i want to thank jd for being here and um you can find me at fansmanship you can find jd at jd scroggin yes yeah on twitter on twitter yep on the twitters uh fansmanship.com is the website you can find our podcast on itunes or stitcher and lots of other places that have feed type things maybe yep and uh, I guess that's it. So yeah, we'll uh, be back with what's crapping in a couple weeks. Yeah, we'll we'll make that happen for you guys. I know you're really missing it. I am. I know. All right, for JD Scroggin, I'm Owen. We'll catch you next time. Wick wick whack. At 10 a.m. I kick it off With a tuna shake and a Molotov I pop eight pills of Imodium Turn on a marathon on Nickelodeon oh, yeah. Wax my tag, bleach my bits Give myself epileptic fits you know Custom crocs caress my feet yes. Pre-game checklist now complete ha. Tweet some tweets, blog some blogs All while mobbing on my Holy heart shit. Hit the store for Pony Essentials Scented candles and dams Dentals Fashionably late, ha. I'm never tardy Cause guess what bitches This is how I party